2: Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
3: <laughs> You're
1: listening to Oilers Nation Radio, a member of Tyler, the Nation say Network, crazy. podcast, and
4: delivered by DoorDash.
1: Me Tyler. One hour of straight hockey talk with Dan, Rick, Tyler, and Bag Milk starts now.
0: You have no idea how fucking crazy that drives me.
3: A <laughs> little. <laughs> Welcome, uh, ladies and gentlemen, was Nation Radio. Episode 167. In case you were wondering why I was talking over the, inter- uh, the intro, Tyler, Tyler always mutes this. us.
0: I mute the mic so that's silence behind the intro. And you guys are like, no, you don't have to mute us. Come on, Tyler. Don't baby us. Blah, blah. And <laughs>
4: What else did they say?
0: No, I'm not going to repeat everything else. I was like, fine, I won't mute you guys. And I knew you were going to say shit.
1: I said you don't have to wipe our butts for us, Tyler. And you didn't. And, and the intro still worked. Yeah. It did work. Everybody's still here.
3: Yep. We made it. Bag milk, Dan, Tyler, Rick. We're all here. That's what you missed in the intro when I was talking. And maybe DoorDash. Ding dong. Hello. Ding dong. Get yourself something to eat. It's Friday. Delicious, delicious, delicious. He's maybe not very do. happy. No, Tyler looks upset. <laughs> Tyler looks rattled. He does not like we learned today very specifically by Tyler's face. And I know you can't see it right now, dear podcast listener. Mm-hmm. But he's upset about it. He doesn't like when we talk on the intro. Nope. Play the button. He's got his I'm ways.
1: upset.
4: It's not cute. I
0: don't have that one. Wow, those are that
3: really weird sounding crickets. Aren't that they? sounds like a, sounds like a shopping it's, cart with a.
1: a it sounds wonky like wheel. yeah, definitely. It's definitely a sound A wonky wheel. Yeah, that's yep. a, that's a sound stage cricket for sure. That's like the fireplaces when you hear somebody tapping on the keyboard mm. on those TV channel uh-huh. fireplaces.
3: That's how they do it. Tyler, I'm going to make you happy now, and we're going to get to work. Yes. Episode please. 167 of Oilers Nation Radio is going to start off with a delicious debate from our friends at Oodle Noodle. Delicious. If you delicious have DoorDash, ding dong, debate, 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 use the promo code Oodle2021, and you will get a discount off your order of $30 more, and you can use that baby 10 times. It's a nice little discount for you. Try the butter chicken mac and cheese. It's delicious. It's delicious. General Sonny's chicken. chicken. Also delicious, Dan. Tyler? Mm-hmm. What is this week's delicious debate? for our This friends week's we delicious ready?
0: debate. The last two home games have each featured magical McDavid goals. So the question is, which one was better? The goal against the Rangers or the goal against the
4: Jets?
3: The interesting thing about both of those goals, too, before the boys give their take, is that almost the identical situation. Dying minutes of the third. Oilers down by one. Need a goal. Need a goal. Connor comes through in the clutch and basically a carbon copy of the other. It just depends, I guess, which you prefer to have him finish with a deke or have him finish with a shot. Dan, I'm going to start with you. Which one was nicer, the one against the Rangers from two weeks ago or last night against the Jets?
1: Well, I think that uh, the the other difference between these two is just the start of it. The The first one was started off of a bit of a, a slip-up by mistake, uh, by McDavid, uh, bringing the puck out of the zone, and then he had to kind of make something out of nothing, whereas the Jets' goal was a almost end-to-end rush uh, where he ended up getting past what ended up being four guys at the same time as the New York one. So I think it's pretty darn close, but I've actually just changed my mind even just talking there, and I'm going to say the Jets goal last night is more impressive. Why? Because Just because it was a full sheet of ice that McDavid commandeered, and then he went past Hellebuck, who I put a little bit above Gorgiev, especially in that game uh, and in that game situation. Tyler, what do you think?
0: Uh, I'm going to. So you said the full ice makes it more impressive. I'm going to say the limited ice he used yeah. makes it more impressive. Deeked in a of, phone booth. Yeah, like he deeked in a phone booth. He got up to full speed in like two strides and simple math. Against the Jets, he beat three defenders. Against the Rangers, he beat four. That's more difficult. So I'm going to say the Rangers goal. And also, the arena, I mean, it went bananas after his goal last night, too. The guy who was sitting behind me started grabbing my shoulders. Oh, <laughs> yes. nice. And then he did it again when Torres <laughs> scored. It was really weird.
1: No. He would, like, aggressive grab, or a nice soft touch? No, nice and soft, like cheering. But he would, like, grab my shoulders and, like, give me a shake. I was like, ah. And, and did, he, <laughs> did he Did he? he squeeze? Definitely. Like, give, like, a knowing squeeze or just? No, no just squeeze just, and a shake. Yeah, just kind of like, Uh, ah. That person you've never spoken to before. Never spoken.
4: I I I still do not know who this man is. We're all the same family. We're all the same family inside that building. Yeah,
1: I can see Rick doing that. I I can see it once, but then. The next goal, too. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't shake it off the first I time. You, I think that's a boundary. Though. My BPP is oh, through the side. delicious debate. You don't high five people into this group? We'll save this for the delicious bid debate next week.
0: Oof. Write it down. Is it okay to grab people in the <laughs> the game? As,
3: uh, <laughs> yeah. I would just go ahead and say no, generally speaking. <laughs> Although Tyler just did say his BPP was off the charts. So, yeah. Hey, yeah. No yeah. Who cares? Anything
0: goes. Um, anyways, yeah, I'm going to say the Rangers' goal is more impressive. That building was rocking after. That was a great night. The 4-1 comeback. It was just all of it goes into it. Rick?
4: You know what, after after we were able to uh, read the Robbie Shrimp breakdown of uh, the Jets goal and the way he broke down the fact that, I don't know who 17 was, but he, he slows it down and shows you that 17 kind of, dumb, I think that's he Lowry. makes a mistake with his skates, I think is what Robbie said, yeah. and if you watch, he kind of like commits to one thing, so Connor knew what was going on. He knew what was going to happen when he got past this guy. He just needed to know whether he's going to go wide or, you know, take him on the other side. And, and Lowry gave him the option. He went outside. And it was it's silly. They a damn near the same thing. Um, um, yeah, it's crazy. But I just had a really, uh, I really appreciated uh, the, the breakdown from Robbie Schramm.
3: Uh If you haven't seen the breakdown from Rob Shrimp, it's on Twitter. But luckily for you, I'm going to throw it in the article at OilersNation.com when this podcast comes out. And if you haven't listened to it, I recommend you go back all the way to episode twenty-four of Oilers <laughs> Nation Radio when we talked to Rob Shrimp. Twenty four? His career, what he's doing now. So I think
1: he was like one of the first
0: people we ever We've reached. done 140 yep. since then. Yep. yep. Wow. Uh, to be exact, 143. Oh, thank you.
3: <laughs> You're yep. Your M check. check math. So he that did was that in, on his calendar too, by the way.
4: On his phone. No, I'm on Instagram.
3: <laughs> that was in February, uh, mid February of twenty nineteen. So we're probably due to get Rob Shrimp back on. Especially if he's gonna do breakdowns like that. Oh it was unreal. Again, if you haven't seen the video, you don't Bring know what right I'm here. talking about. It's going to be on the website OilersNation.com when this article goes out for the podcast. Check it out. He does a great job. The only thing it's missing, in my opinion, I would like him to do a VO over it. Oh, 100 percent,
1: yes. But
3: uh, a little but, bit of
1: pausing needed. Come for talk sure. to our video
4: department, Rob Shrimp. We can uh, we, we can, can make work this. something out. So no. okay, it's just a question for you here. Back when he was playing, he was Robbie. Yes. Is he now Rob? Yeah, he's matured. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I yeah, think, he's he, I, think I
1: honestly think that happened while he was with the Oilers. So is it like an organization? Does he does he go Robert in... Like Rob, 10 I more think. years? Oh, I, you or got can you, it. Can
4: you roll Rob to the you
1: end? You got to. It's a Robert Bobby.
3: in 10 more years. And then when he's actually exactly like Dan said, when he's about a 70-year-old man and he is wearing Tommy Bahama shirts and cargo shorts, then he is... We, get, we have to get him on and ask him this. He's this then he's, back. Back. he's Bobby Shrimp then.
1: Oh, I thought we
0: were going... I thought he like circles back to Robbie at that point.
3: <laughs> no, I'm going Bobby. Bobby Shrimp.
4: I dig it. Bobby Shrimp.
3: Uh, Just to wrap up the delicious debate, I'm having a hard time deciding which goal I like better. You it's shouldn't weird. have
4: to. Like, dude, you're like picking between your children. He really is. You know
0: who would have been a great person to ask this question? Jack Michaels. Oh.
3: Again. I, I always so, have
0: great ideas while we're on the pod. I was thinking
3: about <laughs> Jack Michaels again last night while he was doing his call because he was great again last night. Mm-hmm. We got to start a campaign organically to try and get Jack for the playoffs. I know that's not in Sportsnet's plan right now because he's the regional guy. I get all that. I get the the business part of it. But... People outside of Edmonton would also like the way he calls games. And he just makes it so exciting. His flowery language, the way he yells at me, down the stretch we come, or whatever he says down in the last. It's the best. Jack Michaels, we appreciate you.
4: He had really big shoes to fill. He really did. And I r- blown away how good he's been.
3: He really did. So Rod Phillips was an absolute legend, obviously, Hall of Famer banner in the, in the rafters. But when Jack came in, I remember being nervous about it because Rod was the voice of my childhood, really.
4: Yeah, he didn't like the change to begin with. And nope. this guy was, you know, they didn't take somebody that we knew, or we had, you know, you already heard from, brought this new guy in and he was covering like college games or something. He was he's, up in
0: Alaska. He was doing American League games.
4: Yeah, I was say, yeah, yeah, And he AHL was doing it in a different right? way. He was doing it all by himself. I didn't know that at the time, but I
1: think so, I think it might no, have even been You Bag Milk that taught me that or told me that. No Color Man? But, it that he no was, Color Man for
0: over a thousand years. American league games.
1: So that's why he's so like those games. Sorry. That's East why Coast. you get such a unique kind of flavor from him that you don't hear from most play by play people it, because he, because he f- has that color
3: to in there as well. I just like, I can't get enough of his calls on games and just having, I don't know. I've listened to him on the radio. Obviously he's been around for over a decade now, but now that he's on TV, that's where I watch most of my games. I only listen to the radio if I'm driving somewhere or and you try not to do that. Yeah. But when he's there on TV and I'm seeing what he's seeing and then his call just adds to it, it's the best. In fact, if Jack is around as long as Rod was, I could see myself being an old man at Roger's place listening to Jack with the headphones while I'm sitting there. I
0: was just going to say that he makes me want to do that because whenever I go to a game and I always see everyone on Twitter being like, Jack's call was sick. I'm always like, God damn.
3: I respect the old boys that do that. They listen to the radio while they're watching the game at the arena. That's a good move even bigger move when they're like next to their wife yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: I remember
0: there was a guy that sat by me at Rexon I remember being like whatever 11, 12 I mean like this guy just
1: sits there with his headphones on his wife and straight up like. <laughs> yeah it's different when you're doing it on your own but when you're with somebody yeah. and you got like the big juicy headphones oh on yeah and and still just- talk to me I'm listening
3: yeah, yeah I get the noise cancelling ones there if you're with your wife <laughs> She just sit there and enjoy the ambience or your husband yeah or whatever doesn't matter whoever you got with you have you ever gone to a game by yourself anybody?
1: I like junior games but never never
3: I would a go jump. to I have a buddy who goes to games often by himself.
1: I don't know issues. I like That's I didn't mind problem. going to junior games like you just it allows you to just kind of be a part of it, like be a student of the game, and you're watching it and you're kind of having your own internal dialogue.
0: Aside from like games I've worked, obviously, for junior games, I've gone by myself. The only sporting event I've ever attended and like went up, bought a ticket by myself was when uh, the Davis Cup came to Rexall and, and yeah. Dennis Shapovalov was playing. Yeah. I literally just, it was like a Sunday afternoon. I drove out there myself. I walked up to the booth. I was like, one ticket, please. And they're like, where do you want to <laughs> sit? I
4: was like, wherever. I don't care. Somewhere close, I think. And I bought a program and I like sat there by myself.
3: And I would do it, I tennis. think. I have so no that- issues with it. I don't either.
4: I don't. I've never actually done it. I've never done but it. Either, like, but I could when do your it. buddy leaves and goes to the bathroom and like that, ah, and nothing changes, like mm-hmm. I sit there and I yell like an idiot. Either,
1: well, way. yeah, you you're a good person just around other people.
3: Yeah, You're just a good person, Rick.
1: <laughs> if that's the perfect that. opportunity.
3: You go there. You got the headphones in. Yeah. Listening to Jack, enjoying a cocktail, watching the game, and actually now I'm thinking about you, Rick. If you were listening to headphones. With Jack, <laughs> just thinking of how loud Rick would be yelling because he's probably he, not yeah, he recognizing no, no, his voice. Really he doesn't it, regulate yeah. his volume. It'd be good. Oh, it'd be, the it'd be great. I'm surprised I don't hear you on TV sometimes, to be honest. I
4: try, honestly. I'm blown away how some people can't hear me. And I wait for it to come down. Obviously, I'm like, hey, turn the music. I got something good here. Like, turn the music down. And I was, Those guys last night again.
3: The good news is behind the scenes at Nation HQ, we're starting to plan out road trips again to Calgary. Going to Nashville. Did I your clearly.
4: phone tell you what happened two days ago? No. No. Maybe it was like three years ago. We did the Calgary trip, the one oh. where they uh, the chicken wings on the uh, on the dash of the vehicle. <gasps> oh my God! As we're leaving town. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that so was we're, three years ago.
3: We're driving to Calgary for a nation road trip down. We had a bus full of citizens going down blizzarding snow that, that was day. the one we almost died on that was <laughs> and
4: we that. almost didn't die the little car would have hit us and they oh, were not yeah, going to feel very good
3: the we bus would have just noticed. been on its side
4: or something
1: we but, wouldn't even yeah. noticed
3: we all of a sudden hear a loud shrieking from the back of the bus from lisa evans from play 107 <laughs> screaming bloody murder and then you look out that side of the window there is a truck perpendicular to the bus looking at us in the <laughs> windows <laughs> sliding sideways down Highway 2, <laughs> and we were just like, whoa! But all I, I wish I could remember our bus driver's name because like an absolute champion. Ice in his veins.
4: Was that the dude who was rolling in the, uh, yes. the Flames jersey first and swapped yep. to the Oiler one? Yep.
3: He just casually pulls the bus Gus over, does a loop, and then now we're down Highway 2A because we got to avoid really the goes, mess.
1: Go a different direction. Wow. Oh, yeah, he's fantastic. We ran out of music on that playlist. That was a professional. But
4: it was a good time. Uh, we made it like, to the game.
3: We did get there. Oh, and by the way, I like. I think I like the Rangers' goal better. Oh yeah. Delicious. Some delicious, guy delicious. grabbed my
0: shoulders, and uh, we <laughs> told a story about a bus trip
3: and uh, a couple of minutes of praising Jack Michaels. So there's your Oodle Nil Delicious debate. Let us know on radio podcast, Twitter, and Instagram which goal you like better. They're very close, very identical. Situations are very close. Actually, I might flip flop. I might say the Jets because I'm, the Jets are like the rivalry the Oilers have brewing with the, the Jets. Jets. That's the point. So to have it happen against the Jets when they needed a goal, when they were down, and of course it's fucking Nick Ehlers. This guy is lights out against the Oilers. Yeah. So to have them him give the Jets the lead and then Connor come back and do that, maybe I'm flip-flopping.
4: I love how mad Yakupov used to make them.
3: Oh yeah, yeah that was fun too. They
4: used to go nuts. I th- I honestly do believe that well, I guess that's probably when they when they came back in the NHL was like when Yak was here, but that's when that rivalry started again. We had issues with they hated Yak for and whatever reason.
0: There's nothing like my blood was boiling last night watching the fucking two jets D-man flop around when Benson got <laughs> and his then two penalties. <sighs> and and then, then they laugh. And right then afterwards. they laugh and then you have to sit there and watch McDavid get the shit kicked out of him every second shift.
1: And get like dragged onto
0: guess,
4: guess guess who guess who put his arm up?
0: Skilleter.
1: <laughs> 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 um, I just want to say about the Jets connection too. The Jets were the last team we played before the world shut down. So they're bad. True. And they beat us. Yep, their fault. They're also the team that started the sacrifice. The they started the sacrifice for five hundred. Is that true? Yes, that was uh, the night that I predicted that the Oilers were gonna win and that I would wear shorts until they were above five hundred was the night that we lost the Winnipeg Jets three to nothing. And the rest so, is history. I've
3: eaten so many beets since then. Yep, I've eaten so so many beets. This past week, yeah, would so, you eat this not week?
4: even beets? Now there's just weird shit. Yeah, people. To you. So now well, he has if to you, diversify. You guys, weird so, German candy. The Germans were like, we don't even eat that shit.
3: So now, if you donate to the Edmonton Food Bank and you send me a screenshot, you can make a request on the cast so it's not just the same thing over and over again. And this this week, good lord. So, uh, I'm gonna pull his name like, up here really quickly, but they were these German salt licorice candies, nice. and like black licorice too, right? Whoever, really who, yeah, black licorice. So, I, like, when I got them, I'm like, okay, black licorice isn't my favorite, but I can manage; it's fine. So, this <laughs> is at Peter on a bike requested this at Peter on a bike. So he donated to the food bank. He's like, try these. I'm like, so I'm like, okay, black licorice, not my favorite, but I can get through these things. They don't belong in anyone's mouth. <laughs> Whoever invented these should be in prison. These are the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Did it taste like the ocean? It tastes like dirty ocean. There you go. (sighs) Danny ocean. Future ocean. It was just it was awful. So I had I think I ate four or five of them. And then I'm like, all right, maybe the sixth one will be better. And then I just spat it on the table. It was disgusting. And then I was taking shit from a bunch of German and Dutch. Oilers fans are like, no, no, those ones are really good. You got to mix it with a Mentos or something. I'm like, well. What the fuck? <laughs> I Mentos? Don't, I don't need you my candy to have a chaser. <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I think of when I eat black licorice? This could
1: go nice with some mint. Oh, and man,
3: then what point. I found out, so I got the doubles out. The doubles out is the twice salted. I found out there's triple salt. Oh, and
0: so it gets worse. It's like a cow lick. Yeah.
3: It really is. It's like something you would give to horses, but I would never give this to an animal. You'll get charged for that shit these days. <laughs> so I don't know what's wrong with German people and their candies, but I am a I lot of people that need to go
4: to jail. I appreciate the fact you don't save any of that shit and bring it here for us the day after.
3: You know what? I'm going to, I have a half a bag left of these things. Oh, good luck. Sure. I'm thinking that. We
4: used to do the hot sauce challenge here. Well, that just right.
3: reminds me. So I've got a half a bag left of these things. I'm thinking we come up with some kind of trick game. Maybe the listeners can help me yeah. out on it for the boys for next week. I'll participate too. And yeah, if you should get just the keep all the terrible wrong, stuff you have to eat. It doubles out. <laughs> it doubles out for the boys.
1: It sounds like you're saying it doubles out. <laughs>
3: I, don't I don't know, know why. it might. And then on the packaging, even worse, Dan, is it says best recipe ever? Well, you're a fucking liar. Yeah. Or it is <laughs> the best recipe ever. That's oh, I don't want to taste about. what the last recipe was. This is iteration sixty-six. Yeah. Thankfully, you can't get these things with our friends from DoorDash. DoorDash refuses to bring them to your house. I've checked. (laughs) (laughs) Check them out on the app. Download it on the Apple or Android store, wherever you're at. DoorDash, if you're hungry this weekend, grab something. All right. We got a little bit of serious biz to get to. This morning, we woke up. News. Philip Broberg recalled. We're like, oh, okay. That makes sense. Slater Cuckoo. Slater Cuckoo went down last night. Took it. Went for a hit against, uh, what's what's his pickle? Svechnikov missed hit the boards okay makes sense then a little birdie whispers in my ear that Darnell nurse has also heard so I immediately call Gregor I'm like Gregor I've heard this can you confirm Gregor calls me two seconds later and he's like yep and he's out for weeks
4: so at what point did you break down and cry
3: well, I've been crying the whole time. Sure. That's why now at Nation HQ, our TVs are up and we're watching weather's highlights. Now I feel better. We almost didn't feel do sad this because
4: that game six was from 06 uh, is 06 on.
3: Yeah, the first round against the Red Wings. Fantastic. We barely, like we were watching Paul Lorio do the anthem. We're like, we should probably go record this or we're not leaving these chairs. <laughs> so, Tyler, last night on the B-Cast, you joined me. I'm mm. going to pump my own tires. I said, Philip Broberg is going to be recalled. You said, bag milk. Not yet. Here he is. So I thought it
0: was just yeah. going to be Lagason. If I would have known Nurse was hurt, I would have. You thought
4: Lagason was going to come first?
0: Yeah, I thought Laguson was going to come up because I thought it was a cuckoo replacement. So I was yeah. like, oh, they're not going to bring up Broberg just to sit in the press box,
3: right? So oh, now I we see, get Willie Lags and we got Broberg. Both are coming up. Duncan Keith, in the interim, is now our number one left-handed defenseman. Tyler, how do you feel about that?
0: Boy, that depth chart is uh, it's thin, baby. <laughs> like you lose your number one D man. There's not a lot behind old Daryl Nurse. Um, we're
1: rolling three well, number twos. That said, I would I th- wouldn't feel th- that much <laughs> that's best, that that's best. That's at best generous. At best. I wouldn't Keith feel much been. more comfortable with Caleb Jones in that spot either. No, the, yeah. So I'm
3: not to not to not to say yes, that. I agree. You no, know I mean? The situation we were in.
1: I agree. But the fix was not better than the... Than it's just the like, I think
3: problem. that all of us would be on the same page as the plan should have been somehow to get Duncan Keith to move down in the lineup, yes. not necessarily move up.
4: Hey, listen, we watched um, Bouchard push people down in the lineup. Yep. We watched Ethan Bear push people down in the lineup a couple of years ago. Um, I know it's Yee. hopeful and, and, and whatnot, and I'm the op- optimistic one, but... Let's see what 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 uh, what Broberg can do.
1: Well, and it's not like we're talking about a an extended period where we're talking about months without your top defense. We're talking, we're like, talking so three in games. best case scenario,
4: if it's two weeks, it's five games.
1: And it, and that's a thing
2: where.
3: This is why you've gone 12-4, and four, and that's why it's a good thing. so important that you're 12-4 and because, yeah. like, you bank wins, you bank the points, and every team has injuries. Yeah. What Colorado's, sucks, though, is that Colorado's just... Colorado's
4: done McKinnon. Pittsburgh's gone through their shit. Yeah. What sucks is worse. that the
3: Oilers just lost three pieces in two games to the Jets. Derek Ryan out with a concussion after Shifley hit him from behind. No call. They end up getting a goal on the play. Fucking refs. Then... Last night Darnell Nurse and Slater Cuckoo both go down. So that is a costly mini series against the Jets. But
4: have we not found something in the meantime in number seventy four in the goal, in, in in the crease? We're definitely going to talk about Stuart Skinner. Yeah.
3: But I just want to get through this first. So going through these next handful of games, Sands Nurse, how do you think this is going to get split up in terms of just the pairings? Well, so well
1: and that's there's, and, and there's an interesting up part to there. That's I think I think what kind of has been talked about at least for tomorrow's game is yeah Keith and CC is our top pairing because mm-hmm. the other the other guys that are called up can't get up here fast enough I don't think to be slotted in for a game Broberg should be able anything. to get here to, for sure tomorrow. they should be well here I right know tonight. but well but he's not good, but you're not putting him up on the top pairing no yeah. not without a practice so it's Keith and CC is our number one guys yeah, I don't that think, makes sense
4: so I don't think we're gonna roll it like that I don't think you're you're gonna roll I think you're gonna have to roll it to, it's gonna be. <laughs> juggled the whole damn time. It's not going to be a, it's not going to be one, two, three. It's going to be K five on five. We'll put these two out there. I think things are going to be very sporadic and, and change up the whole time. I don't see there being any guaranteed pairings. You're going to roll with the whole time. Um, yeah. I see these, these guys are all be interchangeable as you try and figure out what you have and how things work. Cody CC's now their what most trustworthy defenseman. Yeah. Bouchard
0: maybe as well. I Bush guess is working his way in there. Yeah. Bush is, but like, if you're protecting a lead
1: late in the game tomorrow, like
3: who do you throw up? CC and Keith Our power
0: players, right? Yeah, well,
1: well that's playing. the thing. Yeah, yes. I don't know. And in you're in a tight game. I don't know who you go with because, like,
0: I don't trust Cody or I don't trust Duncan Keith right now. He was brutal
3: last night. Was not as great as Ooh, no, it's, um, yeah.
0: So, like, yeah. I mean, fuck. I hope Broberg's good. But the positive side of this is like you kind of said, we've seen young defensemen come up before and really surprise us. Yep. Man, if Broberg comes in and surprises us, this could be like a nice little... Huge. Nice little turning point. Because at the season. very
3: least, is if Broberg comes up and surprises and plays well, he can push Cuckoo or Russell down mm-hmm. if he stays on that third. But parent, he also which lets I them play too. like
4: normal minutes for them in a game, and all of a sudden that pairing isn't that bad anymore because they're playing their normal minutes against their normal
3: competition. Hopefully.
4: Yeah, in I'll, theory. Obviously, this is the optimistic best-case scenario. All I know is that
3: after last night's win... Seeing Darnell Nurse out for weeks, not great. Not great. Gregor there,
0: tweeted out a clip of him blocking a shot with his hand, by Yeah, the so way. it
4: looks like it's, it's his right hand. Um, he's holding his stick, and his hand's down. So your fingers aren't really exposed. So if he does, I think it'd be like your first knuckles. Um, is that a
1: confirmed? No, but That's where it happened, or is that what he's assuming? Gregor's it. That Gregor Gregor sent assuming, out it. and it. It.
4: it's eight seconds left in the game. Yep. He puts he's his curious. wrist down kind of like a blocker, took, takes the shot off of there, so worst case scenario, it'd be like that first little part of your knuckles. Um, if it's not a bad break, I could see it being two weeks. Being his le- right hand, I think it sucks a little bit more because that's the hand you have to like use a stick a little bit more. If it's his left, it'd be a little bit different. But yeah, it's it's I don't know, man. two weeks could be okay.
0: Um related to Darnell Nurse blocking that shot. How about the fucking penalty kill last night? Killing off a double minor heading Let's talk into, about it. into three on three overtime? Like so killing is, off a four on three is hard.
3: Let's talk about the, the PK, because last night I brought it up on the on the B cast again. Everybody was excited about it. The two calls against Benson in the second period, both Terrible. bullshit calls. But I felt bad for the guy because He's trying to work his way into the lineup. Yeah. Gets two calls back to back. You could just see it on his face. I'm sure part of it was annoyance by the call that was just happening in the first place. But second, he's just like, fuck, back to YG. the bench again. Yeah. Um, Oilers took care of both of those. Done. But then when McDavid gets the double minor against Shifley late in the third period, I will admit, in a moment of honesty, this is a safe space and nobody's listening anyway. I'm just like, oh, fuck. Just get to overtime and get the point. Get the point, yeah. That's just what I was get thinking. the point. That's what I was thinking. I, was I guarantee you that's what the
1: players were at, too. Like, they're not thinking anything but, right? Well, you know, you get to overtime. You get the point. Stretch okay, now we'll yeah, figure it out from here. Yep. But, like, and then and then in that power play, there's two missed calls, at least one for sure on Hyman where he goes down. Yeah. looks like he yeah. tripped over a ridge in the ice if he didn't trip over the guy's stick that was right underneath his blade. But, like, it's just... Yeah, I don't know. It's I just Kill keep, litter, man. I just keep, we just, like, it's so it's so exhausting to have to keep talking like this. It's, it's really frustrating. You hear everybody talk about it, right? It's like, wow, the NHL is expected to call its own rule book, and they're fighting on that. Like, I it, it, it just, it's, we continue to have this debate, and we continue to get into these conversations, and everybody just kind of sinks down because it's the same conversation. We talked about
3: it yesterday on Real Life. The thing that's interesting to me about this, Dan, is that, Oilers fans, of course, we're going to complain about calls not being called against McDavid. We're watching all the time. But th- I think the interesting thing now is that people outside the market are also talking about it. Yeah. You've got the Frank Saravalli saying, you got to call this shit. You've got even Spittin Chicklets talking about it. Ryan yeah. Whitney's raging on Twitter about it. You've got more people noticing it. Obviously, nothing's changing.
4: I know. I do. Well, okay. I well, do yeah, I think against Buffalo, they took a billion penalties, and it was because the previous two games were blown up, and then everybody got involved in, not just uh, Edmonton people. That you know, when it came to Buffalo, there were a lot of calls. But, then it went away again. But that's even frustrating
0: as well when you yep. get to a game like Buffalo, and there's like seven power plays, and it's like. Like, even if we're not, the stuff that gets called on the Oilers, there's just this weird element of randomness to it, right? Where you'll sit there and it'll be like, obvious thing missed, missed, missed. Cheeky tripping call. Bang. Arm up right? And like yeah. even last night, there was a couple times where I was like, oh, there's probably could have gotten one there. Probably could have gotten one there. That might have been interference. And then Benson, it's like a retaliatory slash in front of the net that's like pretty soft.
3: DeMello just
1: throws the yeah, head back. like too. he got well, shot. And and so for me, one of the, like with my hockey fights gig, one of the things that I do every night is I look through every box score. Like it's like the game summary that, that they have. And you do see games where it's way skewed, right? One team just takes every penalty one night. The Oilers never get that. We never have that. And obviously, it's anecdotal information. I'm just saying it, and nobody can prove me wrong. We never get
4: the one but, with a lot of power But it plays. just
1: feels like, yeah, we don't have the one where the, paid, the ledger is really tilted for the
4: Oilers. It's, because it's usually when, pretty even. Yeah, because when they do get a lot of penalties, they just turn around and call them back on us as they Yeah, that's fair.
3: So last night against the Jets, the Jets got five chances. With the man advantage, Oilers perfect on the PK there, but the PP over two last night. So I want to talk about the power play now. It's cooled off a little bit.
2: Yeah, a little not bit. Not to
3: say that they're bad. They're not. They're good. But they have gone a couple of games where it's just doesn't look quite the same.
0: I think it's just... it coming back to Earth maybe isn't the right yeah. thing because it's still Other the teams best. adjusting for sure. Yeah, other teams adjusting a little bit. I think that's just the way the power play is going to go this year. Like, they'll have another stretch over 10 games where they run it like 70% over the 10 games and it'll bring their average back up. And, you know, they'll have a 10-game stretch with their 50 and a 10-game stretch with their 10. But I, I'm still holding on to, I think, they'll be 40% by the end of the year. I still think that's
4: right in there. You know what we're going to see more, though, in the next two weeks is Papa Boosh on that power play. Yep. Because yep. when Barry comes off... Yeah are yeah. saying going out there. Now. That's
3: an interesting thing. I didn't. I that's going to be an though. interesting thing too, because you may win his spot. If one in thing the next two weeks. Bouchard can do well is get shots through, or just in general, his willingness to fire it at the net is something that I think more of the other's defensemen probably need in their game.
1: Well, and that's what I was going to say too. I think that one thing I've noticed with the power play is that they continue to try and make the beautiful plays, and I don't get me wrong. I love it. I love that they're capable of making that extra pass here and there, but sometimes those just aren't going to go your way, and that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Like Tyler said, if you're connecting on those passes, you're going to be up at that 70% clip yeah, all the time. Cross ice to, yeah, those cross-ice to,
4: to yeah. Leon for the one-timer. The instead, little extra now, passes, instead of yeah. those, you got to start shooting from the short side, and, that's and that'll it. open Change up those up. passes again.
3: 100%. I don't, I'm not worried about the power play, by the way. God, no. 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 It's just it's it's interesting to note. That's all. Didn't they get to that road game against the Jets? Or was it just one? Uh, it might have been one. I'll, I can okay. look at that. Either way. Quickly.
0: Um, the other big story from last night? Are we going to get to that?
3: What is it? Kyle Turris in the shootout.
0: Oh, sure. That was that too. what it is? <laughs> that, well, that Kyle Turris guy? Um, I love the Kyle Turris revenge tour. Um, yeah, that was great.
3: It was funny, though, when that, like watching Twitter last night during the shootout, it was like, Connor, okay, that makes sense. Leon, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle Turris, but like
1: who else would you put? The Darnell Nuge? Nurse, I guess, but Nuge. he was injured. Nuge, Nuge, I guess,
3: but like it, the <laughs> the funny thing is that everybody's like Kyle Turris, and then he scores and you're like hell yeah, Kyle Turris. But then when you dig into it, Turris historically he's solid Set. in the shootouts. Yeah, it's two for two this year. But we have
4: we have always had that. Like, what the hell are you guys, just, guys putting yeah. out? Uh, Matt Hendricks. Yeah, the paralyzer for. That's that was like great. why that was I was watch this movie. last eye?
1: It's but, almost like the coaches and the players know themselves. And know their Crazy. skill
4: levels. Don't forget, Tursk like came into the league as like a high end offensive guy, right? Yeah. So those hands don't go away, especially when it's just a breakaway. Well, they do. Not when it's just a breakaway. But, you got,
1: but in in a in a very, I think in a very controlled situation, yes, you're
4: right. Yeah, in a um, breakaway. You're laughing.
0: Yeah. I would like to take some credit for this because during the second intermission, um, I was just sitting in my seat next to my girlfriend, and we were talking. She was like, "Was Kyle Tursk ever good?" And I was like, yeah, like, he used to be, like, sick. Like, he used to make, like, $6 million a year. He was, like, yeah. top six centerman, blah, blah. And then I pulled up the Turris shootout goal when he played for Arizona, and he just a little tink off the skates and then ripped it top shelf. And I showed that to her in the second intermission, <laughs> and then Turris scored.
4: Nice. You showed her.
3: In case you've forgotten, Kyle Turris, back in 2014-15 with the Ottawa Senators, 24 goals, 40 assists, 64 points. That's a fine season. That's a fine season. That was his career high.
1: What was he drafted overall? Like Third. eighth,
3: right? Third? Third in Third. 2007. By the Faux-Enix Coyote.
0: So that was, that was the Taves year, right?
3: Mm. Uh, Patrick Kane. Kane, uh, yeah. Kane, yeah. And then JVR number two. I doubted myself. I was going to say Kane, but I didn't. I'm and Sorry. in 2007, let's go. I I'm probably just going to hate that I'm looking this up. Who we took? Yep. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> be, not be in 07? Good. No, that was, yeah. that was a good one. Oh, game. we
4: took the three guys. We had Riley Nash. We had Sam Gagne. And we had Alex Plant.
3: Ah, oh, there you go. That worked out Good well. Good pull.
4: Riley Nash was Riley he not Nash in the, the lineup jets. jets? Yeah, yeah Riley
3: Nash is playing. Oh, we've
4: played that. him like we play him against Carolina, we play him against Boston, we play him every like yeah. it, there was like this guy's trash. Get him off the team. The guy's been in the league for f- 15 on. years. Um, Plants playing in China, but hey.
0: Yeah. Uh we've now made it 30 minutes. We haven't talked about Stuart Skinner. <laughs> I brought him up once. We're
3: going to get there. Skinner. We're going to get there. We got lots to talk about Stuart Skinner. Hometown boy. First home start for the kid. With crowd with crap. Oh, dude, was he at a home star for him last year?
0: Yeah, against Ottawa, I think it was. Nah,
3: that barely counts. Are you sure about that? Hunter
0: was there. I'm like 90% sure. Hunter wasn't there. They banished him from the rink last year.
3: Tyler was there.
0: I was there. Um, oh,
3: yeah. You were just humble bragging like all the time. Oh, I'm going to see every, every episode. Every well, episode, we, well, we, well, well, we, we got an in perspective we from, from Tyler. I inside just hosted all the
0: seats. Why? Because I can. I sat in 40 <laughs> seats at the game. So I just <laughs> ran around put my ass in different seats. Uh, yeah, it was in Edmonton, January 31st. They
3: beat Ottawa. Well, there you go. So his second home start, first with the crowd. We're going to talk about Stuart Skinner in a minute. Last thing I just wanted to touch on from last night's game. Uh, Cassian scrapped against a giant man.
4: Yeah, I didn't think he had Large to do that, human. that, that is six eight. seven. I think he got to skate it away. Logan Stanley dropped his shit first, and I thought Zach was going gonna- to
0: instead of Cassian fighting him, they should have put Yamamoto and Derek Ryan in a trench coat. Yes.
3: <laughs> yes, because, of course, Stanley Dude, hit huge. Dry sidle from behind the game before. So a little bit of payback a night before. But as as they were squaring off, as they were going at it, I was just like, oh, boy. Just don't get hurt, Cass. Well, just yeah. don't get I hurt. I was just him. hoping
4: he's like, just keep it to the middle. Like, keep inside so they he can't get that full punch at you.
1: Well, Cassian... Cassian recognized it right from the get go. He knew, he knew exactly breath, what he was dealing big with. Big deep breath before that one started. <laughs> there we go. And then and, and he was, you know, like we have Rob Shremp breaking down McDavid's looks. Cassian was looking everywhere for his escape routes. He was, because oh, that referee, was, well, was, there, there was a referee behind him waving his hands, and then that distracted Cassian, and Stanley tried to jump the gun there and almost got a hold of Cassian right at the start. So I think he was, so he, was, it was he was, he was, he was, was in defensive mode. Tentative. Happening. He knew yeah. he was oh, yeah. fighting a giant. Not, well, because you, you can't, you can't when you come up into a fight like that. You can't let that big guy be extended and no. no you need to stay inside. On the inside. It's like so watching Matt so
4: Maroon fight uh, Big Z there that yep. night. The other night, yeah. So you get in and you hug up close.
3: When you're going up against a dude that I'm looking at his NHL page, listed at six seven. Yeah, what's 220, his wingspan on there though, like four inches. I that think, fucking guy is a pterodactyl. So. All just last night as that fight's happening, Cassian's helmet popped off. I'm like, hey, hey, you guys get in there right now. You guys get in there right now. The only time
1: you ever say that. In a that was like, you, see, okay? you
4: watch him. He, that was like a scientific fight for him. Like this, you get into a lot of them and <laughs> the he last, just starts swinging, right? The last he knew few he was him. fighting a giant and had to like work on his science for the this. The last
1: fight. few fights, if you go back and watch his fight against Good Branson, I mean, Cassian uh, against Good Branson and uh, who was the one in, uh, in Calgary? Yeah. Guy, what's his pickle? Yeah, yeah that one, yep. anyways. Uh, he, his fights are getting a little bit more cerebral now, where he's he's it's a thinking man's fight instead of like you said, Good, you mean all mean offense to, you and yeah, and, longer doing that. and blasting away. So, I've noticed that with him, and, and a lot of fight fans don't like that. But
3: well, I was going to ask you what was the feedback on hockey fights It
1: I wasn't great for that fight. No fight last night. There was five fights last night, and no fight got over. I think four four point two, um, so not a great fight night. But yeah. yeah, a lot of fight fans just don't like it when you
4: start dancing in circles. That wasn't a great fight, though.
1: No, not quality wise, like not not event wise. But I enjoy it because because you can watch the you can actually see like both him and Stanley in that cat and mouse game that you have.
4: He's trying to when find when he can. One sling. human
1: can destroy another. And and so like Cassian is in survival mode there, and I that I find that really fascinating because Cassian is the aggressor, mm-hmm. but he's surviving that fight. With he was Stanley. just
4: looking for an uh, opportunity to throw that punch yeah, and without leaving point. himself wide 100%. open for a yeah. counter. That's gonna he got one. Put in. him into next week. Uh, did I mean, Stanley really had had did he, really he land yet. anything? Not really. No, there was nothing
1: really connected at Either all way. on that. Yeah, yeah no. Anyway, I,
4: I think Zach landed a
1: left. That was about it. Yeah, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have scored it for either. I think it's split right now on hockeyfights.com.
3: What I'd recommend, though, is that if Zach Cassian is going to find giant human beings like Stanley, I would recommend going over to cornerstoneins.ca <laughs> Cornerstone <laughs> and, and making sure Get that you have obviously. the proper insurance just in case something happens, Tyler.
4: Insure those knuckles.
3: Auto, residential, commercial, life insurance, just ask, specifically. Just <laughs> ask for David. You can go to cornerstoneins.ca, and on the left-hand side of the screen, there's a little button that says Citizens of the Nation. Click on that, baby. You'll get yourself a discount. Zach, do that. Cassian, or Zach Lang. I recommend it. There you go. Did you just threaten Zach Lang on the airbag milk? That's right, I did. Nice. That's right, I did. Tyler, you want to talk about Stuart Skinner? I want to talk about him, too.
0: They did. The, they play the Skinner in the arena. It's great, yeah, do.
4: Yeah, I like it.
3: 47 shots directed Mm -hmm. his way last night. 46 saves and a 979. It does not get much better than that. My question for you guys. Well, number one, does he start tomorrow in Chicago? I say yes. Has to. Has to.
0: How can can Dave Tippett walk into that room and be like, we're going with Miko. Especially especially (laughs)
4: because the, the game after that's like next Tuesday or something like that. So there's plenty of rest time afterwards. I think it's up to Miko. Myself.
1: They they ask him. The I still think. Yeah, I think it's a, an ask of Miko because Miko Miko has. Oh, you're being the serious? Right. Yes, 100. percent No, think you're Miko not. Miko decides. You do not. I don't think. I don't think Skinner needs to. I what? don't think Skinner needs to be put back <laughs> in there after facing 42 shots. <laughs> he just stopped 45 shots. Yeah, he exactly. He's he a first star. Are uh, you you could take Connor because he Scored too many goals. No, that's a different. That's a no, different. No, that's Derek altogether. Ryan's
3: decision. <laughs> like what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Derek Ryan should be making those choices, in my opinion. <laughs> but that's just me. I don't know. He he dad, with all due respect, that makes
1: no fucking sense. I'm good at with all. going, but right back to Miko. Give him another chance to to do it. We're gonna have to. We we're gonna need a good effort against Chicago. Uh, looking at the defense, we're gonna need a good effort. And I don't need Skinner to get 45 shots against him again. Why? He look good. What? He stopped. he looked fine. But again, I just I don't think that's we need to plan. mess with it. But. Yeah, no, I, I don't Costa. see
4: the logic. I, I can't find the logic in that. I Honestly,
1: uh, I go back to Skinner it, right now. And then if Nico has a bad into- game, you go back to Skinner right after that. Uh, yeah, I'd be no, doing... So I'm looking horse. at the
3: schedule right now. I'd be going back to Skinner tomorrow against the Blackhawks. Blackhawks are coming into town. Four straight wins for them. Which is crazy. Um, they're turning things around a little bit. They're still dog shit, but yeah, like this is a game that they... Well, I mean, four straight wins is what it is. Uh, I would give it to Skinner. Like, if he got a shutout last night, you know default there, go back to him. Mm-hmm. He didn't, but... That was damn well a Pretty shutout. much did. More or less. Perfect shot by Ehlers is the only thing that beat him. So I go back to Skinner got tomorrow, it. and then Tuesday against Dallas, I would go back to Miko.
0: Unless Skinner yeah. plays really, really well again. Yeah, I think, I, you ju- sure. I
4: think you judge it after, it. after Saturday. You
0: know, it's not, like, it's not like we have this, like, bonafide number one stud goalie. No. Like, Miko koskinen is good this year. He's
4: been playing very well. Oh, I wouldn't even call
0: Smith that. Like I, I keep I keep rolling with Skinner until yeah. he sh- until he loses the crease. It's his crease now, and that that's the way this uh, goalie system should work.
4: Watch Watch out! Uh, now that we have all these weird injuries and things, and we're bringing up all these guys from Baco, that everyone said all oh, this Baco team could probably come in. The-. Watch these guys start taking over. Um, the so other- Skinner Broberg
3: because the guy that played well on the ro- on the road trip too and got his first NHL goal, Ryan McLeod is Louder. looking much better.
0: Yeah. very good. He's moving his feet really well and starting
3: rushes. Would um, you?
4: Ever, and I I know my answer on this. Would you ever consider bringing Marodi up for another try? I, I would. I the boots can. are
3: too slow. Isn't, isn't that the word on him? That's always been the... He's checking his phone. The knock against him. Yeah, what's going on on Instagram over there?
0: Nothing. I was going to Google <laughs> something.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I I d- I d- like, who? where would you put him? Fourth line is probably where you'd have to go.
4: Yeah, most likely, unless you want to take one of the guys from the third line and drop him down a spot.
3: Because that'd be Cassian then on the right side. I would... Cassian's not moving.
4: Yeah, that's fair.
0: I want to go back to Skinner again. Okay, go ahead. Because yeah. I, I feel like we haven't talked about this enough. Because that it. was fucking unbelievable last one. Game. Mustache, fantastic. Great
3: mustache, and it's not a November thing either. No, 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 no. That is just a that is a well-groomed duster.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, last year Carolina, they had Alex Nedeljkovic on waivers at the start of the year. No one claimed him. He ended up coming through and being like a huge part of their team down the stretch and yep. into the playoffs. October of 2018, the St. Louis Blues put Jordan Binnington on waivers. No one claimed him. He comes up in January, steals the starter's job, wins the Stanley Cup that year. It is not the most insane thing in the world to think Stuart Skinner could be here for the rest okay, of so the season. Okay, so you were at the game so, last night, so you wouldn't
3: yeah. have heard this on TV. Stauffer, in the intermission, was talking about Stuart Skinner, 23 years old. The others don't want to rush him, and maybe he's not quite ready yet. Your response, Tyler? Why can't he be ready? I don't know. I'm asking you. I'm not Bob Stoffer. He's not this being really yeah,
4: he's not being given forty one games right now. He's been no. given a game. You yeah. got a green check mark and you move on to the next step. It's step by step. You're yeah. not asking him to come in and be one of your top two goaltenders. You have an injury, he's getting put into places, he's succeeding. That's exactly what you do in your career.
3: By the way, Mike Smith uh put on the L T I R this morning. Our friends at Puckpedia are saying that's more li- most likely just a cat pa- move. Yeah. Hold on.
4: Um I don't know if I can find it. I think Tippett said something about Gazola like, said he's not skating. Yeah, so it said week to week or something like that. And mm. someone's tweet out there said Tippet said at least. Like he made the reference to the fact that it's not something close right now. Oh, fucking two contract. Which oh. is
1: not unexpected, right? We all knew that this was gonna happen. Man, I'm 36
3: I and I hurt myself getting off the
1: couch. For Smith, it's his history. He's been injured now for the last three, four seasons, three three seasons in a row. Mm. Um for, you know, somewhat of an extended period every time. That's why the Oilers have Koskinen, and I guess. And that's why they have Skinner, I guess. Like, I don't know. That's why people have been clamoring for another goalie for a while.
3: I think that the Oilers are very, very lucky right now in the sense that Miko, outside of, you know, he's played mostly very well. Yeah. And then Stuart oh, really? Skinner has played very well. So the Oilers are really lucky right now in terms of what their goaltending is doing Gary. for them. But... Oh. Yeah, if that, if that their goaltending stops isn't winning point. games
1: for them. They're just not losing. They're not losing games. games, exactly. Yeah, they're
3: not losing. Although I would argue that Skinner arguably probably won them that game last night. Probably. Although, because like ball. down at the, Without when you're a going, doubt, like it's not even close. When you're going face to face or like head to head with Connor Hellebuck at the other end, and he played very well, point blank saves all and, over the place, and they were trading them back and forth.
0: And the other thing too, like
3: how many posts did the Jets hit?
0: One maybe. So Two. One or two? Yeah, one yeah. or two. Ehlers okay. definitely hit one earlier. Yeah, but. Ehlers. And, but, and even the saves Skinner made, like he made a couple that were really good saves, but they weren't like the, holy shit, I'm out of position, sprawling with the yeah, glove yeah. hand across. It. Like, he just solid. looked so solid the whole game. He's a big guy.
4: He's solid. He played his angles very well. There were no real rebounds giving out. Um, he he the, the first game against Detroit he played, right? Mm-hmm. I thought there was a lot of drop pucks or something like that where he's a little bit nervous and there's a little fishing around the crease. I don't know if that was on him or not. You really can't tell. But that was gone. Speaking,
1: <laughs> of, that, there's still, speaking was still of fishing. Speaking around the fishing.
3: Speaking around the fishing around the crease, did you see that when Duncan Keith took the puck away from him in the crease as he was going to cover it? I almost had a heart attack. That
4: was night. that was just a broken play, and they were all yeah. That was <laughs> that <laughs> I was know, bad. but that, that was, that was a miscommunication.
3: Like that's all it was generally. But like, man, I almost shit my shorts there. I didn't know Stuart Skinner was 6'4. He is a big dude.
4: Dude, I swear to God, he feel. It seems like he's taller than that, or I'm getting shorter.
1: I think. Be. I think Connor Hellebuck had to be better than Stuart Skinner was yesterday, though. I think the Oilers shot or had their better chances. The Jets did have a lot of outside period. shots. Yeah, I I like, I like, just felt like, uh, as much as I enjoyed Skinner's performance, and I'm not Man, why do you bring him down it. Dan I'm is anti stuart Skinner. He's the throwing them in the same bag had, he had with
4: we, Lee on there. Well, the I think that one. we've
1: had a couple of games <laughs> now, like the game against uh, Nashville and the game against Buffalo, where you just, sometimes you come up against a goalie that has a hell of a night. Like, what was Dustin Tokarsky doing? I
4: don't even think it was that much about Tokarsky, but he just... The Isn't puck just didn't go in somehow. Like, well, I don't think he was like, making like just, badass saves. We just couldn't score for some weird ass reason.
1: With when you have Leon Dreisidel and Connor McDavid as the guys that are the weapons that are doing it, it, it should go in.
4: My boys gotta learn how to put the puck on net though.
1: Oh fuck. Oh
0: Connor and Leon need to shoot the fucking pill more than yeah. they do, man. It drives me. like I get it, they're world class playmakers, but there's so many times they come in on a rush and they try to feather it across on a two on one, and I'm like, man, you guys both have great shots. Like, especially Drysaddle. And everybody's
1: dry, expecting a pass.
0: Everyone's expecting a pass. Drysaddle can rip the fucking yep. pill, and he just holds on, hold, uh, tries to seem a pass, and it's like, shoot at 5 oh man. Like, remember the OT winner against the Rangers?
4: Yeah, He literally just, he made Gorgiev look like a shooter-tutor. He just pulled him across yeah. a bit and opened him up and put it right there.
3: Just yep. do that. Just shoot the puck. Be selfish, you guys.
4: Even 13 needs to hit the net. Yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah. He keeps missing. High well, and wide. He had, like, over.
3: Last night, too, though, he had a couple of just grade-A chances, and... They keep right into head. the glove or just a little bit high. But, but I love that the he's shooting. He the shot prop though last night. I, 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 I do
1: saw. like that he's shooting. That's, I do that's a huge thing, that's right? A, that's,
4: that's his game and he knows he yep. has to do that in order to stay there.
3: Keep He'll going. get it. Yep. I'm not worried about Jesse at all. Not at all. Tyler, are you satisfied Never with the been. Stuart Skinner chat?
0: Yeah, I think we gave it enough time. I think we're good.
3: Any last words on Stuart Skinner?
0: Uh, no. I mean, if Miko Koskinen will allow him to play on Saturday, <laughs> then,
2: I, then I think they should go right
0: back. Is he,
4: is he going to keep 74? That's his, Is that his thing?
3: Yeah. So actually oh, man, Zach Lang that. wrote about it today. So and I'll give you a little, uh, It's
0: because he has 74 brothers and sisters.
4: Yeah. yeah something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. Choose a couple between like 71, 74 or something like
3: that. Uh, so Stuart Skinner said on 74, he said growing up I had three brothers. My first brother that was born, he's always been 71. My next brother was 72. The next brother after that was 73. So I had to decide between 70 and 74, so I was 74. That is
0: weird. And again, he is the youngest of nine children. That is weird.
3: How cool does that have to be for his... Like, I loved last night that Sportsnet kept showing his parents in the stands. Were they? That's awesome. And they were just so elated with that performance. And how could you not?
4: Let's go crazy? back to the brothers. What positions did they play? How do you wear 71, 72, and
0: 73? <laughs> Those
3: are not common hockey boy no. numbers, you know? They've never been.
0: I like I like the idea of the Oilers inking a few of them here. They're like, listen, injuries are fucking piling up. We Just brought
4: on Jujar's brother there a couple years ago. That didn't really work out. Why not take another swing at it? We had the Comrie brothers. Let's go.
0: Why not? Oh, that reminded we- me. Jujar's coming back to town tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Tribute video? They gave one to Matt
3: fucking Benning. <laughs> they, why wouldn't they give Jujar one?
0: Yeah, the, I mean, I'm, I'm like... that was a little tongue-in-cheek there. Um, <laughs> but I... I he was here for a while. He was here How longer many than many
3: emojis can fit on that Stop. giant screen.
1: Silver one. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder, I wondered about that. I was, I was reading about it with the Minnesota Wild. Stop. Ryan Souter in the offseason went to Dallas. Yeah. And he, when he went back to Minnesota, he requested to not have a, a tribute video. And didn't they give him one? I don't think they did. I think that they, like, yeah. well, maybe I may, wrong. he was I'm like, wrong, but he, I was like over, he requested not to have one, which is fascinating because he was the captain. I w- yeah, but I wonder if it like brings up poorly, like
4: extra yeah. emotions or something like that to make it harder. Yeah, because that family, I'm not a big fan of that family anyway. So maybe they're just bad people. I don't know. It could be that.
3: Juja Kara one goal. It was like, his
4: I uncle, right? No, they uncle. gave him
3: a fucking tribute video, yeah, okay, so. which I think Good. is even better. Yeah. That he Good. was like,
4: he was like, "Fuck you guys
0: for buying me out. Don't give me a tribute video." And they're like, "Oh yeah, you're gonna stand up and wave to the XL <laughs> Energy crowd. You're gonna you make. Dick.
4: It, we're gonna be two commercials. <laughs> yeah. Every break is a suit. His trigger. uncle, his uncle's Gary, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. His I uncle. He, if, if it offer for his uncle, Gretzky's got a, a thousand goals, no problem.
3: Yeah. I agree.
4: He cross-checked him in the back in like 91 and sent Gretzky on like a three or four year back issue. I
1: went, I went down a weird angle because I read about that Rick bonus thing where he didn't let, a player that had survived cancer get, get into his first NHL game with the red. And the Wings guy spent yeah.
0: his entire game paycheck buying tickets yeah. for his family and bonus scratched him an hour before the game. Oh no.
1: yeah. So oh like I went God. down a, I went down a really deep oh. Dallas and Detroit Wormhole. It took me some ugly places. I forgot about Babcock not letting Mike Medano play 1,500 games.
4: He also didn't let um, Spezza play the first game in his first game back in, in Toronto. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: like, can you imagine being man, the player? So like, nasty. So, not only did I, I was reading about this too. Not only did the player spend like his entire game check yeah. on tickets. Nick Bukestad of the Wild stepped it's up and was big. like, "Hey, man, to help you out, like." I'll buy you some tickets as well for your family because this guy had so many family and friends come to the game and bonus scratch. And he, them had, he had
1: survived cancer. Oh. And he and his like thing was, I'm going to get out of this bed and I'm going to be an NHL player. And that happened. So anyways, so there's something for people to go down and work. But Detroit at
4: least put Gagne in the top line the last game, though, didn't he? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah, 900 games for Sam. He got to That's play against see where to yeah. uh, start. Which is wild that that just worked out. Isn't it amazing, though? Just Sam works just, that way somehow. Sam's been around so long now at this point. He's seen so much. So, so much. Such a good What do you got over guy? there, Thomas. Can I read a
0: quote from this guy? Because yes, this story, yeah, of now that Dan irritates me. He was talking about how excited he was and you know his family in town. Player's name? Um, his name is Riley Tuft. Tuft or Tufty? Mm-hmm. I went to Bennett's Chop House last night with my family, <laughs> my parents. We were driving and we took a little we detour. We drove past the children's hospital there. I remember when I was 11 years old, sitting in the hospital bed, getting diagnosed with diabetes there. I think two Sorry. days later when I was in the hospital, somebody Sorry. walked in. I can't remember who it was. It was a pack of wild tickets to a suite. He goes on to talk about just how much like the wild, yes. the Minnesota thing meant to him, blah, blah, blah. They're yeah. playing in Minnesota. His family's all there. And <laughs> bonus scratched him an hour before they <laughs> what a Dick. That's terrible. How man. do you even That's like? Novel. I mean, I get that it's sports; it's competitive. If bonus thought a fourth
4: line re- player going to play a fourth right? line minutes
0: and time for, was this? Play him for
3: for three seconds and bench him. Who what, cares? what year was
0: this? This was like fucking.
3: Was yeah, this it not wasn't
1: too long ago? Yeah,
3: yeah. Like if, it, if we're talking about a fourth line player, those guys That's play crazy, like. Man. I'm pretty what, sure what, that guy 10 just, minutes anyway.
1: I'm pretty sure that guy just had his first NHL game. That's why we're talking about it now. Mm. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's pretty sad how that one went down. We'll put that in the article too. Wasn't yeah, that's it? exactly I think what I expected was, of that organization after we went through the mid 90s.
4: I think
0: was this was, was last game, night. Last so, same thing. night where we have the Suitergate, where he gets a tribute video he apparently didn't want. What a night. <laughs> Suitergate. Unbelievable.
3: <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Boys. Yep. I hope you are ready. For? It is time for Owls the Idiots. Ooh. Our friends at Buster's Pizza, <laughs> they've got a location near you. Go to busterspizza.ca. Find yourself location delicious, that is delicious, adjacent delicious, to delicious. you.
0: Time for Ask the Idiots.
3: Ooh, Ooh I like that. <laughs> I like that. Suspenseful. So, well, we the guys dies the end. <laughs> so as we do every week, we are going, I've taken these questions from listeners. They've sent them to me. The boys have not seen them yet. They don't know what's coming their way. And we're going to do a random draw here. I've got my happy assistant Dan next to me. We're going to do a draw after to give away a gift card (laughs) to Buster's Pizza for simply just entering, just sending me a question for Ask the Idiot. So we're going to start this off. We talked about this a little bit already, I suppose. But first question, Tyler, I'm coming to you first. What happened to the PP after a crazy hot start? We've been cold lately. I know they're still top of the league, and I know we will figure it out. But can someone explain why all of a sudden they're just not scoring as much anymore? Um, no, I
0: I really can't explain it. I think that's just one of the, like, one of the reasons I love the Oilers power play is that they don't seem overcoached, right? I've talked about that before. They really allow just their skilled players to do what they know best, and that's find lanes and get pucks to the net. So I think this is just one of the sort of, I don't want to call it consequences, but effects of letting that happen. When you don't have, like, one set system, and you just kind of let the guys go around and do whatever they want, there's going to be stretches where they just maybe don't really fully click, and I, I'm fully
4: confident they'll click back again soon.
3: Rick, what are you thinking? What's uh, what's going on with the power play right now?
4: Everything kind of goes up and down, man. They're still at 40.8% right now. Yep. Um, they were shooting lights out. Those numbers weren't realistic. They had to come down a bit. They've come down a bit. But it's funny, though, because we're kind of like in the, the bottom end of the roller coaster ride right here, which means they're about to go back up again. They're going to, they'll be over 50 right away again. I'm sure of it. It's just, that's part of the game, man. Ebbs and flows.
1: Dan? Mm -hmm. Part of the game, I think, is just, yeah, it's, it's power plays are like stock markets. They just go up and down all the time. You fluctuate, Love you adjust, you change. I'm learning stocks as we go here. That's why I'm using the analogy. But uh, <laughs> buddy, we can talk stocks on this podcast all you want. But I think I it's. Like it. I just think it's. I just think it's the way it goes. You know, the teams. Another team will find something that they can adjust to and and disrupt your flow with, and then you're going to find something that you can do to score more goals. It's just the way it is. This team will be operating at or around that forty percent mark for the
4: entire season. Mm -hmm. they're 10.2% up on the next.
3: I just think that right now, I mean, NHL teams adjust. You know, they do a good job of that. The Oilers are going to figure it out. Yep. Ebbs and flows. Ebbs and flows.
0: You got to mix it up a little. Shoot the puck more, maybe.
3: Question number two. I'm going to start with Dan. I'm not sure if this is how... Yes, this is how you submit Ask the Idiot's question. I copied the whole thing. I did not need that. <laughs> Michael, Ron- I mean, whatever is on the front. <laughs> Ron Berge-ed himself. I, I really will do that, I swear. <laughs> I'm not sure this is how. Oh. <laughs> My simple question is, did Skinner earn another start against Chicago with an excellent performance against the Jets? Dan? Apparently, no. <laughs> that upset some people. <laughs> Tyler?
0: I don't know.
4: Ask Miko, Rick. <laughs> yes, 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 yes.
3: Question number three. We always hear that McDavid and Leon are always involved in the goals and have a really high percentage of team goals. I want to know on big teams like the cup-winning Penguins, were Crosby and Malkin involved in such a high percentage? <laughs> they the have fuck? to be, right? Good team, good players just take control of their teams. Am I wrong? So we're not going to go into the math because I didn't right. prepare. Anybody. Whoever that
4: was is, is right, though. If you go back, they'll show you that every now and then. I'm sure it was in the last year and a half. We've probably seen those types of numbers where Connor's had, You know, he's in X amount, and they go back and show you other two. So yes, yes, it's, yes. It's, it's the way it happens. It's no different
1: than Kane and Taves. It's no different OV than Kopitar. Backstrom. Yeah, it's, OV it's and Backstrom. It, you could, the list just goes on and Unless on. Every, every single of like four Stanley Cup lines champion.
4: that are all putting up like 60 points yep. each. Then maybe not. But when you got the guys who are putting up 150 and 270 between two of them over 82 games, yep. of course.
1: But there's more, and there's more Stanley Cup champion teams with the superstars. That and there is the Vegas Golden Knight kind of just team mentality. You don't see a lot of cup champions that way. Unless you got the New Jersey Devils, I guess, when you think about them with Broder. There's no real superstar on that team that you can think of.
3: I just think that the best players are always going to score the most yeah. goals. And that doesn't matter what team it is, whether that's the Oilers with Connor and Leon. Or, like I said, when Ovi won yep. the cup, he and Backstrom were pumping home points. Or Crosby and Malkin. It just That's just kind of how it goes. The best players get the most points. Mm-hmm.
1: And in playoffs, it changes too because you don't have as many power plays and then you're going to see different
3: guys. You've always got a clutch guy that comes out. Who's the Fernando Pisani that always kind of comes out of nowhere, you know? Every team always has one. We We ask that
0: question every year before the playoff runs. Kyle Turris. Question
3: number four. Is Stuart Skinner the answer and does he have the potential to be a legitimate number one goaltender in the NHL? Rick. Uh,
4: Second answer is yes the first part uh, we played this game earlier this season and I went with uh, Mr. Hyman was the answer so I'm going to stick with Hyman as the answer Um, and yeah nope uh, I see Skinner as an NHL goalie
3: Tyler ask (laughs) me (laughs)
4: go I'm
0: just kidding Um, I think he has the ability to be like a 1A 1B kind of guy for them um I mean, again, I, I kind of got a little, probably a little carried away comparing him to Jordan Binnington earlier on in the podcast. <laughs> You're just uh, the, why not the, the Jordan career,
4: Binnington? That's just the way their career yeah. are going. You um, said why not? You they know, like
1: saying he is
0: one good game, he could very well be, you know,
4: Ben Scrivens or Laurent Persewa in a career hey, backup. B had a massive Andrew game once too. Yeah, like in his, one of his first games put up like 48 saves. Yeah. A so I mean, so he, Scrivens. Yeah, I mean Skinner.
0: It's not even a knock on LB. Like, if he's a career backup, that's still a good career to have. Last time I checked, Brassois making two and a half million a year to live in Vegas. Like yeah, good living. feet up in Vegas. So, yeah, I think, I think if, when we're going forward here, a nice plan would maybe be next year you have a new legitimate starter and Skinner can back up. And then when that new legitimate starter, two or three years down the road, you can bring up Kanovalov and maybe he can play with a more veteran Skinner. Like, I think there's a spot here for Skinner to be an oiler long term. Back up next You're year, forgetting yes.
4: Mike Smith is still. It's a, part of a one million dollar contract. You buy it out, you don't even notice it.
0: That's, um, the, way, that's the way. Considering how bent. tight the Oilers are to the cap, yeah, you notice it. Actually, I don't think you can even buy him out. Can you? you can or put him he's
3: just—he's allergic to his equipment.
0: Yeah, like I'm just saying, you know, maybe or just LTIR or maybe right? Maybe hey. Smith just sits there and is like, "Yeah, my knees fucked."
3: Put you him you in the A. Uh, put him in the A. Soft tissue issues.
0: I'm still holding out for Duncan (laughs) Keith to sit there and be like, you know what? That $1 million isn't worth it. I'm retiring. See you guys.
3: Oh, could you imagine what a blessing that would be? Yes, I can imagine. All right, last question. Uh, We are just over a month into the season. A little bit of a sample size now. Your thoughts on Zach Hyman. Dan.
1: Uh, He's still everything I've expected of him. Maybe not as... uh, Maybe he hasn't been as relentless, but I don't think that that was necessarily something he could maintain at a pace that he was to start the season. Uh, but yeah, he's he's just the, the skill, the high skill player that we needed up on that top line.
3: Eight goals and five assists for 13 points in 16 games. Your thoughts on Zach Hyman, Tyler?
0: Uh, if I'd give him like a letter grade, I'd give yeah. him a solid, an A, mm-hmm. you know? Better than an A-, not quite an A+, plus, but an A. Like He's just fit in perfectly. Yep. I, I think we maybe didn't realize how skilled he was as well. That goal he scored against Boston was sweet. We kind of just looked at him in Toronto as uh, the guy that rode shotgun with Matthews. But um, last time I checked, too, he was leading the Oilers in shorthanded time on ice amongst their forwards. He's done a little bit of everything for the Oilers, and he seems to be good in every area of the ice. So I give him a solid A.
3: Rick?
4: Yeah, I'm fully on board with that. He's maybe giving me a couple more points than I didn't quite expect. Mm-hmm. I know everyone's like, hey, he's got never scored X amount of goals or points in this, blah, whatever the hell it was going in, but he's doing all the little things properly and he's putting up the points. So I'm fully on, but this guy's doing great.
3: The interesting thing too, is I'm trying to make a point of just having different games on in the background, just to see what's going on. I was really curious actually to see what refing is like in different games and whether it's as inconsistent. If you're watching other teams that aren't the withers and I was watching a Leafs game the other day and they were, trying to fill the Zach Hyman hole with different guys, and you see how much they miss him mm-hmm. in their top six. So Zach Hyman's everything that I needed. We
4: I mean, went through years of that, trying to fill that. It wasn't really Zach Hyman hole at the time, but we were trying to fill a hole that he ended up filling. And he's so versatile, there.
3: playing yeah. in all situations. It's Having guys like that and just relentless work ethic. So his goal scoring is, <laughs> uh petered off a little bit here of, of late, but he'll pick it back up.
0: Yeah, it certainly doesn't make you miss Ratty, huh? No.
3: How dare you? Always miss Ty How fucking dare you? Ty Ratty. Probably he's lighting it up wherever he's playing now. Is he in Calgary? Cool. No, it's Pitlick.
0: Yeah, Pitlick. There's no way Ratty's
1: in like he's he's that Nice thing at Pitlick. He's in the KHL, I would assume. We're gonna check Come on, on if
4: Pitlick could be playing in the NHL right now, Rat. Right? There's no reason why. I, like, hey, I like Pitlick. That's Pitlick's fair. No,
3: but that's fine. Not, not Remember so that year Remember he
0: got injury. up
4: to like a crazy start? He had like six yeah. goals in eleven games and he
0: tore his fucking ACL against yeah. St. Louis? It's just his injuries are just Tyler hard. Pitlick
3: is always just one hit away from bursting into glitter. You know what I mean? It's just it's such a bummer for that dude. By the way, Ty Ratty playing in the Swedish elite league. Good for him. So seven goals and nine assists in 18 games. So he's doing fine for himself.
1: The answer for Timura.
3: And there you go. Ask the Idiots for the week is done. If you want to get in on this, if you want a chance at a Buster's Pizza gift card, send me a question. Hit me up on Instagram or on Twitter. Slide into them DMs. I don't show the boys the questions beforehand. And my happy assistant, Nation Dan, is pulling out a name of this week's winner. Who you got? Mitch. We got Mitch. Mitch who? Mitch. Big Mitch. Okay. Okay.
1: Just big Zoom Mitch. in on that, Tyler? You can you zoom in Alrighty. on that for me?
4: Hopefully there's only one Mitch that's involved in
3: this. Uh, there's only one Mitch. So he asked the question about... Just, just do a quality check. Also Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> all four entries are Mitch. Uh, no, that would, Mitch asked the question about the big guys having a, a higher points percentage on the Oilers relative to other good oh, teams. That's nice. the one question we didn't really answer. If yep. we answer it, we could be completely wrong, though. Well, th- that's a tough one, right? We're Without having the be stats be... in front of you. Yeah. Like emphasis
1: on the idiots. Yeah. Mm, Touche.
3: That's the point of it. That's the point of it.
1: We all made idiotic answers to it. Sometimes
3: you got it. Sometimes you don't know, so you make shit up. That's what works. <laughs> it's called life. That's, Wait, what? that's <laughs> the last fourteen years at Weather's Nation. You Sometimes passed. you don't know, and you make shit up.
4: Yeah, look where you are now.
3: Mm-hmm. Got TVs on the wall now. It's true. It's so watching highlights. I'm gonna go back to watching highlights when this is done.
4: <laughs> Couches out there.
3: Tyler, hmm. it is time to get your buttons ready. Sure. It is. L- Deuce Vodka, hot and cold performer time. If you go to deucevodka.com, again, you've heard me say it. Brett Kissel, handsome face, right on the front of the website. On the side, right-hand side, find in store. That's your store locator. Find where you can get a bottle of Deuce Vodka. Enjoy your weekend responsibly. Make a Caesar, maybe a vodka soda, little uh, slice of lime in there, maybe a cucumber. Fresh, very fresh. Deucevodka.com, find all the info you need, all the locations. If you're in Saskatchewan, Email sales at deucevaca. They will help you find it. So, again, deucevaca.com. As we do every week, we start off with our veggies, looking at the last seven days. The downers in our life. Nation Dan, I'm starting with you, your Deuce Vodka cold performer of the week.
1: Well, my cold performer of the week is going to go in hindsight to all those people that hated the idea of the men's national team playing games in the dead of winter in Edmonton. This I absolutely loved every second of the 90 minutes times two that we got to watch. Did you go? I got to go to the one against Costa Rica. I, did I was that Tuesday. I did not try, I did. tough it out in Mexico. I but was, full credit to Rick and all of the Edmontonians and, and visitors that were in attendance for the game on Tuesday because that crowd was electric that was and fun. that environment was frigid. So my cold performer of the week is going to go to the haters that were doubting that we couldn't put on a good show in the great white north. Are you thrilled? I'm not. What a day for a soccer game. I was like, that was your cold it's performer. Part? Yeah, I know it's the haters. The haters, man. There were so many people that yeah. thought that it was a dumb gimmick and hated on it because of that. Man, Mexico makes us play in minus or plus forty-four degree weather at altitude.
4: I will go. I will go in January if they were to put it in Edmonton.
1: hundred percent. I'm right there with you.
3: There's it was one thing fun, that, man. There's one thing Edmontonians do: we step up for a sporting event.
4: There's such a difference between that crowd and what I was at last night. Like I gotta stand up the whole damn time in soccer. I mean y'all just the same as I do in hockey, that's fine. Wow. There's just so much more energy in the Chance. fans. And you know what the funny thing is? Is that there was no in in uh stadium entertainment. The fans brought the fun. The fans were the reason why it was like that. Let's do this at the at Rogers too, please. Important I was question told last you, night I just sit down.
1: Important question for you. Yes.
4: Were there any streakers For the game on Tuesday night No, no They had RCMP We, had, we had three or four they In the like, one on Friday yeah, night Yeah like Pitch invaders we'll call them Because I think yeah. Streaking You need to get yeah. buck Well there was Yeah and one guy one Yeah guy we
3: want to see them Twigging berries The guy that got least, Absolutely at destroyed
4: the, At least the dude in uh, At the heritage game Back in 03 I believe he went Yeah uh, he got naked He went berry yeah. There you go Props to that guy Someone oh, at that the was Oilers cold. game Last night threw a shoe On the ice Yeah it was
3: I didn't know I saw Mimamoto He Instagrammed that day Yeah
0: Yeah I was sitting there, he was a section over from me. I'm like, that guy's making a lot of noise about the refing, And I looked, I'm like, oop, there goes the shoe. That was Ooh. not me by the record. That is one way to
3: get your point across, though. By the way, don't throw shoes on there. He got kicked out. Yeah. So he didn't oh. get to see what Kyle. What idiot, man. Winner. Like,
4: it was, like, slushy outside. That is not comfortable to walk in. Nope.
0: Yeah, he's going to get my cold performer. Fuck it. I was going to give it to Rick Bonus, but we already talked about that. <laughs> All right, Tyler, um,
3: you're a Deuce Vodka, cold performer of the week.
0: <laughs> yeah, this guy who threw the shoe on the ice, man. Don't be dumb. You got to, like, hit one of the ice scrapers or something like that. Like, don't throw shoes on the ice. That's not smart.
3: <laughs>
0: Come
4: on. Smart now. Rick, your are cold performer of the week. The injury gods, man. Yep. We're in it right now. I get it. Everyone has to go through it. I prefer that nobody goes through it but uh, it is what it is and we'll get through it but uh, yeah it's uh, thumbs down to the injury oh, guts
3: cold. I'm going to wrap it up my Deuce Vodka cold Performer of the week is the NHL schedule we don't get another game against the Jets until January we got to wait two more months for this I mean this rivalry between these two teams is so much fun and it's a bummer that I got to wait two months to dude those it guys
4: need to go through some therapy after that goal like lo- allow mm-hmm. them to like fix their innards no. first no it's crazy
1: what a
3: playoff round all can, all can do down. for you I like it I want to kick them while they're down you know what Let's get another playoff round against the Jets. Schedule maker, I hate you. That's a joke. That's an absolute joke is what it is. Let's look at the positive sides in life. Last seven days, there's some happy moments. Rick, your Deuce Vodka Hot Performer of the Week.
4: Everybody that went to the game on Tuesday, like I said a second ago, uh, it was just a, such a difference in, um, I don't know, the way you fan, I guess. You've watched soccer all the time. You see it in different, in different countries. There's teams that are like 0-18, and their crowd is going nuts the whole damn time, right? That's just what they do. It is it is part of it. There's no logic behind it. It's part of being a fan It's shorted for fanatic. There's no logic there. What we got to do on Tuesday was something I never got to be a part of before. Always wanted to. It was great. It finished well. There was, you know, the, the, the hometown stuff. It was fantastic. So everybody on Tuesday night, the whole situation, that's a hot performer.
3: Put some respect on my name. Tyler, you're Emchuk. You're a Deuce, vodka Hop, of the week.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to follow with Rick. Give some love to the Canada men's national team. That was a ton of fun. The keeper for Canada was unbelievable. He was energetic. He was running around the field. <laughs> he was starting fights. Sweats. He was starting fights, and then he was breaking up fights, and then he was pushing his own teammates. It was absolutely wild. Um, but, yeah, I, I loved every bit of that. I realized on my way to the game, I'm like, man, I've never seen like a competitive soccer match before. And it's, again... This is probably true with all sports, but you sit down and you see it in person and you're like, man, I got a lot more respect for this game. Like it's way more physical than I think hockey fans ever want to give it credit for. Um, It was just all in all a really, really cool experience. So Canada men's national team and all the organizers, they get uh, my hot performer of the week. Yeah!
3: I think it's also interesting too that if the Canadian men's team, along with the women who also won the gold at the Olympic, they make the World Cup for the first time since 86, what that's going to do for the growth of soccer in this country, Mm -hmm. which is only a good thing, The barrier to entry in soccer is so low. All you need is a ball. And I think that's really important that if more kids are watching soccer and getting into it, they feel like they can participate in it. There's so
4: many of the players on our Canada team right now that are actually like large parts of their team when you sprinkle them out throughout the world.
3: So it's fun to watch the growth of uh, Canadian men's soccer. Why not?
4: How many of those snow pile jumps do you think the kids are going to do this winter?
1: Oh, on of course, the fields and Edmonton. Yeah, of course. Right? That's and that's Zip exactly it for me. Recess, yeah. That yeah. you you create iconic moments when you do stuff like that. That
4: was a, that that should be on a coin.
1: Yep,
3: that's this one way. of our heritage moments from those mm-hmm. old CBC commercials, along with the house hippo, Dan. Which
1: are starting to come back. I don't know if you've noticed, but there's a new a new company that's pumping out some new heritage moments. Like, yes, a, peach, like yeah. a peach basket one? Uh, no, these are these are new and more I cultural. I take my arm think. off. Think
4: you can't. Yeah. So play safe.
1: Yeah, that wasn't one of those. That was another one. <laughs> another ad completely. Yeah, I think Which that was. I think, like, I think that was like, for what the war was that? <laughs>
3: That's, I can't remember the name of that robot. Nation Dad. Yes. Your Dusvaka hot Perform of the week. <laughs> can't see I have to recover from <laughs>
1: Rick's thing. Um, <laughs> my hot form of the week. I I can't decide. It's 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 got a, it's going between McDavid's.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you remember those Canada Heritage things? Yeah, the Warham's
4: commercial.
1: I War <laughs> yeah, just War remember him doing all the things. You play safe, kids. Right, fair
4: enough. We just That's we had a little commercial. journey
1: with Rick there through the memory banks. How yeah. that works?
4: Yep. Um, but
1: I can't decide who I'm going to give the hot performer to. It's either going to go to McDavid for his mention of Tortorella telling him to shut up in his press conference yesterday before the game. So good. Uh, or it's going to go to Kennedy's Trash for her design of the new Play La Bomba Nation gear, which you can check over at nationgear.ca uh, right now. So be able to rep that. I'll be repping one of those soon. I bugged Jared the minute Selling that we dropped it. Selling very well so Selling far. very well, yeah, as, as we knew they would. And it'll sell every game that we win from here on in. And so, uh, yeah, I guess my hot performer will go to Kennedy for uh, that design. <laughs> Sorry, Connor.
2: Put some respect on my name.
1: Kennedy Rules. Yep.
0: Kennedy Strash.
3: That's right. And th- <laughs> you know what the fun part about it is? Is that there are other people now that listen to this podcast <laughs> that call her that on, on on Twitter. It's the best. Kennedy Rules.
0: I don't know if she gets it, though. I so t- she oh, she knows it. Oh, oh, she, yeah, 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 she yeah, knows. She, she listens.
3: Of course. Everybody's listening to this podcast. I haven't done reviews in a while. I don't know if there are new ones, but please leave a review. I'll do that next week. I promise. Uh, my deuce vodka hot performer of the week is I'm just going to go. You guys all had good answers. You guys all had good answers. Mm. You know what? I'm going to shout out my cousin Richard, who's been texting me through this podcast. He just wants to know where to buy Nation Gear. So I'm going to send him to our friends at Sports Closet. That's it. That's my hot performer of the, w- of the week. My cousin Richard. Happy 50th <laughs> birthday to you. He's a hot guy. He is a hot guy. And he's going to look even hotter when he gets some fresh Nation Gear. From myself, Dan, Tyler, Rick. This is Oilers Nation Radio, episode 167. Are we going to get it? Is the Bluetooth working? He's forgot about this already. Oh, part He's shit. No. S-
4: scrambling, All scrambling.
3: Right. We're going to vamp here a little bit while Tyler gets his. So yesterday during the Real Life podcast, the thing that, if you don't listen to Real Life, Tyler had a Nate student shadowing him yesterday. I thought
1: you were going to play the War Amps commercial for us. And he could no. not
3: oh, get his phone connected to the board yesterday on Real Life while he was trying to show us stuff. So. No. Secondary hot performer of the week is Gavin from Nate, who had to watch Tyler make mistake after Isn't mistake there like yesterday.
4: cord you can
1: just plug in? Or a device pairing <laughs> thing like every other device? It's connected. That's why I'm
3: so mad.
1: <laughs> it's because it says it's... I don't hear it, Tyler. Yeah, if it's connected, connected, I don't hear it.
3: You can also just hold it up to your mic and do I, it this old school. I don't you know? think I hear it, Tyler.
4: I did hear it. First. There you go.
3: Yeah. There we go. That's no, in my ears. There we go.
1: Okay. There we go. Nailed it. Oh, We're so, going. Oh my
4: God. All right. You,
1: you didn't don't get the goal
3: enough. song. What the fuck? Well, there's <laughs> Nation Radio, episode 167. Thank you for being here. For our friends at DoorDash, Noodle, Noodle, Cornerstone Insurance, Deez, Falcon, Buster's Pizza, I'm Bag Milk. Dan, Rick, Tyler, we'll be back next Friday. <laughs> maybe with maybe, Fluxland? Maybe with maybe. Fluxland. Maybe Tyler will finally connect that brand new iPhone 13. I can see that phone that going Fluxland. out the
4: window right away here, by the way.
3: Absolutely. Honorary... Cold Performer of the Week. It says it's playing. out, (laughs) Jack Michaels.
1: Thanks for listening to Oilers Nation Radio, delivered by
3: DoorDash. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram.
2: Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week.